steps. Um, we're going to read the gospel from the gospel of Luke chapter 13. We are starting the reading from verses 6 to 9. Luke chapter 13, verses 6 to 9. And I will be reading on our behalf from New Revised Standard Version of the Bible. Luke chapter 13, verses 6 to 9. If it is found, let us come to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, God Almighty, Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Father, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, we lift up your name high, we thank you, we lift up your name because you are the Lord worthy of our praise. Here we are before the throne of grace. Receive and bless us. Have mercy upon us, even as I preach your word to God. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. As your children listened, give us all the hears to hear and the hearts to understand your word. We bless your name because God, you are the Lord. You love us. You care for us. We pray God that you will continue to be with us. For in Jesus' name, amen and amen. So I read, Then he told this parable. A man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came looking for fruit on it and found none. So he said to the gardener, See, here, for three years I have come looking for fruit on this fig tree, and still I find none. Cut it down. Why should it be wasting the soil? He replied, Sir, let it alone for one more year until I dig around it and put manure on it. If it bears fruit next year, well and good, but if it, if it not, if not, you, you can cut it down. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Praise the Lord, Jesus, our Savior, we are in 2022. Who can believe this? With all the troubles, the turmoils we have experienced in last year, but Lord Almighty, through His grace, through His mercy, He has brought us to this year. Who are we to see today? If it wasn't for the, for the help of Jesus Christ. We live today because Jesus loves and cares for us. We are grateful to him and to him alone. We surrender ourselves to. We really want to thank him for keeping us closer to himself even forevermore. We cannot thank the Lord enough for his goodness, for his faithfulness unto us. They are new every morning. Great is the name of the Lord. Great is his faithfulness unto us. Praise be to his name forever and ever. In Jesus' name, let us pray. 
Heavenly Father, God Almighty, Jesus Christ, we thank you for your word that has been read. We pray as we listen to it, give us the meaning that we will receive it and that we will act according to your word. Have mercy upon us. Bless us for in the name of Jesus, our Savior and our Redeemer, we pray. Amen. Today, our message is produce fruit of repentance. Produce fruit of repentance. Agriculturally, Jesus tells a parable of a fig tree, a tree that occupies a soil for three years of fruitlessness. Jesus Christ tells this parable. He uses what we are familiar with. He uses what we are used with to give us a lesson. The lesson is about the, the unfruitfulness of a fig tree. Unfruitfulness of a fig tree. Jesus Christ gives this parable. A tree has been standing, has been using a soil, and the man who takes care of it, the farmer, the orchard this. He comes there to look for a fruit. We are talking about fruit. You cannot just plant a tree you cannot plant an orange tree without expecting fruit from it. Jesus Christ gives a parable, but he has a great meaning. How long have you lived on earth? We celebrate additional year to our years every year. Birthday and you receive gifts upon gifts. You celebrate your year. Every year that is added to your years, you celebrate it. A lot of people celebrate it. Even though it is not everybody that celebrates birthday. But when you live on earth, as you live on earth, how many years, how long you have lived on earth? How many times we have reflected on the fruitness we have produced for Jesus, who is the owner of our lives? We live on earth, we receive blessings, we benefit from the benefits, the blessings that Jesus Christ gives to us. But how many times does he find new fruit? In us. How many times can we even say our life is fruitful to Jesus Christ? Jesus Christ is coming this year. Jesus Christ is here this year. He is looking for a fruit from you and from me. Can he find a fruit from you? Can he find a fruit from me? 
Jesus tells a parable of an orchardist who had been looking for fruit on his fig tree for three years but finds nothing. Finally, the orchardist arrives in a decision of uprooting the fig tree from the soil. It has no use. Three good years I have been coming. No fruit. No fruit. What is the use of this fig tree? The only thing I can do is to cut it down. Uproot it. Because it has no use. Let me put another tree. So that I can get something from it. But the Bible tells us. In the parable of Jesus Christ. He calls his servant. Please come and remove this tree. Uproot it. Throw it away. Cut it and burn it. But the servant says, Master, don't remove it. Don't uproot it. Let us give it a benefit of a doubt for just one year. But I cannot just leave it like that. I will dig around it put manure, put fertilizer so that if it could be, if it is any problem that is making it not to, to bear fruit, let me do this just for one year. If it bears fruit, that is fine. If it does not, then we can uproot it. The Lord God has authority over your life. The Lord God has authority over my life. He has authority over our lives. He can uproot us anytime. But the mercy of Jesus Christ, the Lord Jesus Christ is pleading on our behalf. That is the reason why it is because of the grace of God that we are alive. It is because of the grace of God that we are seeing today as a new day, 2022. It is not because of any good things that we have done. We are fruitless. Look at your life. Reflect on your life. How you have been living your life. There is no fruit. But the grace of God is keeping us. Is bringing us. Not because of any righteousness that we are. It is not because of our righteousness. But because of the grace of God. But Paul tells us. Can we continue in sin that the grace of God will abound? God forbid. It is time for us to bear fruit. It is time for us to produce fruit. That the Lord Jesus Christ is looking for. If we cannot. Produce fruit. This could be the end of your life on earth. But what? Do we deserve our lives that we are living today? Do we have any reason to tell the Lord that yes, I can live. We can live. What fruit? Are you bearing for the Lord Jesus Christ?
What fruit are we bearing for the Lord Jesus Christ that is looking for fruit from us? Produce fruit that befits a repentance in your life. What fruit have I produced for the kingdom of Jesus Christ this years that have been gone? The years that have passed, even last year, can I boast of any fruit? Can you boast on any fruit that you have produced for the Lord Jesus Christ? Can we? I challenge us today. The word of the Lord is challenging us. Take an inventory of your life. Take an inventory of your life. Think if there is any fruit that you have ever produced for the Lord. Why should God leave you? Why should God leave us? It is because of the love and the mercy of God. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Redeemer, that we are still alive. But still alive is not because we have done something. It's not because we are stronger. It's not because we are healthier. It's not because we have the money. It is not because we have the education. It is not because of the science. science. But because of the grace of God, He is living us. To see if we can be a fruit. Brothers and sisters, it is time for us to produce that fruit that the Lord Jesus Christ needs. Let us produce the fruits of righteousness in our lives. Let us produce the fruits of love in our lives. Let us produce the fruits of holiness in our lives. Let us produce the fruit of mercy in our lives. Let us produce the fruit of uh, fruit of Love, faithfulness, commitment to the service of the Lord. If not, what is your use? If not, what is my use? If I cannot change my life, if I cannot surrender my life to the, to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, what is the need of me living on earth? Why should God leave me alive? What fruit have I produced for the kingdom of God? What fruit have you produced for the kingdom of God? This year we have spent so far on earth. Do you have any reason for the Lord to keep you or to leave you on earth? What is our use? For him on earth. We must answer this question. In our lives today. Can you promise. The Lord today. I will live for him. All the days of my life. Beginning from today. As we live on earth. Can I promise. The Lord. Can we promise the Lord. Jesus Christ that we will live for him. We will submit our lives for him. He will be the Lord of our life. He will be the master of our life. He will be our God. 
the grace of God in Christ Jesus extending, is extending to you today. Change your life and submit it to the Lordship of the Savior. Tell him to take your entire life. Let us tell him to take our entire lives and make use of our lives. And we are his servants. Let us stand up for him. Let us be obedient to his teachings. Let us serve him diligently, faithfully. The time of jocking, the time of laziness in the things of the Lord is gone. This is the time for you. This is the time for me. This is the time that we must commit our lives to Jesus Christ. If you have not been serving the Lord, many people are not even, they don't have any concern about the Lord Jesus Christ. They think it is their life, the way they live their life, that is how they live their life. But it is not true. Jesus Christ is looking for fruit from you. If he doesn't find it, if he doesn't find it, what is your reason that the Lord will leave you? We need to give our lives to Jesus Christ. God can make use of you regardless of your life in the past. He is giving you a second chance. Our God is the Lord of second chance. You are alive today not because of anything. It is because the Lord is giving you another chance to see if you can give your life to him. If you can surrender to him, to his lordship. He is giving you a second chance. Don't misuse this extension of grace to you this year. We cannot live in sin for the grace of the Lord to abound on us. We must repent of our sin and act of our sin. We must repent of our wickedness. Repent from that wicked behavior. Re repent from lukewarmness to the things of the Lord. It is time for you to give your life to Jesus Christ. It is time for me to give my life to Jesus Christ. It is time for the church to give his life to Jesus Christ. It is time for the world to give our life to the Lord Jesus Christ. To recognize the sovereignty of our Lord Jesus Christ. He gives us a second chance. Can we make use of this second chance? This extension of grace. And give our lives to him. Produce fruit that befits repentance in your life. Allow Jesus Christ to draw you near his cross. Give your life to him today. And never wait a second. Just a second. To give your life to Jesus Christ. What are you waiting for? He is our Lord. He is our God. He loves us. Look at how he came into the world and died for our sins. He defeated the grave. He rose again from the dead. 
Because every authority has been given to him. Go and make disciples. Go and bear fruit that defeat your repentance in the Lord Jesus Christ. Bear fruit. Bear fruit. Bear fruit. Jesus Christ is looking for a fruit from you. Bear fruit. Give your life to Jesus Christ. And he will walk on you. He will walk in your life. And you will live for him. Bear fruit. Repent. And bear fruit. In Jesus name. Amen. To listen to the word of the Lord. And our message is coming from the book of Exodus chapter 14. We are going to begin our reading from verses 5 through 14. Exodus chapter 14 verses 5 through 14. And my reading will be taken from the New Revised Standard Version of the Scripture. And I will be reading on our behalf. If we have sinned it, let us come to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, God Almighty, the most gracious God, the great I am that I am, you are the creator of heaven and earth. You are our maker. You made us in your own image after your likeness. Father God Almighty, we thank you because you came through the person of our Lord Jesus Christ to die and to save us. Today we are your children because of the love and the grace that you have for us in Christ Jesus. Here we are before the throne of grace. Father, we can come to the throne of grace boldly because we are your children. Be with us and bless us even as we listen to your word at this time. Even as you use me, let me be used by you mightily to the glory of your holy name alone. Bless us even as we listen to your word, as we put your word into practice. Father, we pray God that you will fill us with your Holy Spirit. Have mercy upon us. Bless and sanctify us. This we pray because we believe through Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Redeemer, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. And amen. As I said, our reading is taken from the book of Exodus, chapter 14. And we are beginning to read in from verses 5 up to 14. I read on our behalf. When the king of Egypt was told that the people had fled, the, the minds of Pharaoh and his officials were changed toward the people and they said, What have we done? Letting Israel leave our service. So he, and he had his chariot made ready and took his army with him. He took 600 pick chariots and all the other chariots of Egypt with officers over all of them. The Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh's king of Egypt 
and he pursued the Israelites who were going out boldly. The Egyptians pursued them, all Pharaoh's horses and chariots, his chariot drivers and his army. They overtook them, camped by the sea, by Pahariot, in front of Baal Zephon. As Pharaoh drew near, the Israelites looked back, and there were the Egyptians advancing on them. In great fear, the Israelites cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, Was it because there were no graves in Egypt that you have taken us away to die in the wilderness? What have you done to us? Bringing us out of Egypt. Is this not the very thing we told you in Egypt? Let us alone and let us serve the Egyptians. For it will have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the wilderness. But Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid. Stand firm and see the deliverance that the Lord will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall never see again. The Lord will fight for you, and you have only to keep still. Hallelujah. This is the word of the Lord, and thanks be to God. We are here again because of the opportunity the Lord Jehovah God has granted us to be in his presence and worship him. In, in his favor, he finds pleasure in our worship to him. Therefore, we are grateful that the Lord, through Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, has chosen us to be his worshipers. So rejoice when you are in the presence of the Lord. Brothers and sisters, once again, we are reminded, and we will continue to be reminded for our involvement in this COVID-19, which is having its own branches, Delta variant, Omicron now, we will continue to pray. We will continue to cry down to the Lord to have mercy on us because that is what is written in the word of the Lord. So our reminding and also inviting everyone who is listening to come and join us because we pray, we cry to the Lord every Friday of the week. This coming Friday, we will be praying and crying to the Lord to have mercy, to continue to have mercy on us. We want the Lord to eradicate these viruses. We want the Lord to help those who have been infected, those who have been affected with this virus, that the Lord God will have mercy on us. So please, wherever you are, join us. On Fridays, we start praying and fasting to the Lord, 6 a.m. in the morning, up to up till 12 p.m. in the afternoon so please join us 
take that time. Just few period of time. Just a little period of a time. And cry to the Lord. God will listen to us. Because he understands. He knows. He sees. Our calamity. So we cannot just take it for granted. We need to pray. And the topic of our prayer this coming Friday and fasting is be steadfast in serving the Lord for your level, for our level in him is not in vain. Be steadfast in serving the Lord, in praying to the Lord. Our prayer, our level in him is not in vain. And our scriptural meditation is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58. Please invite others to join us. Come and join us. That we will continue to cry to the Lord. God will have mercy on us. And may the Lord be with us and strengthen us in Jesus' name. Let us come to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, God Almighty, Jehovah, the King of Kings, Jehovah, the Lord of Lords, you are the Almighty God, Father of our Lord and Master Jesus Christ. Here we come before the throne of grace. We come before your presence. We believe and trust you the God you will be with us. Thank you for your presence that is here with us. Thank you for your glory that is upon us. Have mercy upon us. Receive us. Forgive us. Cleanse us with your Holy Spirit. In your blood of God. We pray God that you will bless us even as we listen to your word at this time. Show us continuously your grace and your love, your mercy. Be with us even as I stand before your children whom God you have redeemed, you have purchased with your unprecious blood. Father, use me mightily to the glory of your name. Be with us and bless us. For in Jesus' name, I pray. And amen. And amen. Good morning, and I believe that each and every one of us is blessed. We thank the Lord for his peace and for his love. We thank the Lord for giving us another day to worship him. Glory be to Jesus. This morning, our theme, you can't fight. The Lord fights for you. You can't fight. You cannot fight. The Lord fights for you. All our effort to fight the battle is always in vain. It is the Lord that fights our battle. If we can allow God to fight our battle, the victory is sure. You cannot fight. You can't fight. The Lord fights for you. When you fight, when you fight for your God, ask yourself, what kind of God is that? Or what kind of God is this? How can I fight for my God? 
Some people fight for their God. When you carry your God in your pocket, on your head, on your shoulder, and you move with your God, ask yourself, what kind of God is this? Carrying your God? Fighting for your God? That is not my God. That is not the living God. The living God fights for me. The living God carries me. The living God takes me with him. I cannot take my God. He takes me because he is the one guiding me. He is the one protecting me. He is the one fighting for me. <coughs> Some people carry their gods. Some people fight for their gods. How will you fight for the God? How will you fight for your God? If God, if your God is God, let him fight for you. My God fights for me. But our aunt, it is our God, Jehovah, that fights for us. It is our God that carries us. It is our God that cares for us. This is the Lord that I serve. This is the Lord that we serve. This is Yahweh. This is Jehovah. His name is Yahweh. He fights for me. He fights for us. He cares for us. He takes care of us. He protects us. This is our God. His name is Jehovah. His name is Elohim. He is Emmanuel because he is with me. And I worship him. I worship him and he is mine. He is my Jehovah Rapha. He is my Jehovah Jireh. He is my Jehovah Shammah. He is my Jehovah. He is my Lord. He is my great I am that I am. And this is my God. The children of Israel were under Egypt slavery. For years upon years, they were crying. They remember the God of Abraham. They remember the God of Jacob. They remember the God of Isaac. They remember the God of Jacob. They were crying. Where is this God? Why do we suffer here? For years upon years, for years upon years. But the Lord God Almighty, Hears their cries. He comes down to rescue them. He sends his servant Moses to go and deliver them out of that slavery. Today, are you still in slavery? Are you still serving the devil? Are you still under the dominion of devil Satan? God has come down to deliver you. The Lord has come down in the person of Jesus Christ to deliver us. The children of Israel were delivered. They were rescued from the hand, from the strong hand of King Pharaoh, Pharaoh of Egypt. The slavery the chain of slavery 
was broken that night of the Passover. And the Bible tells us the children of Israel were marching boldly. They were marching boldly. God delivered them. But I just want us to know something today. When God gives you deliverance, it does not say you are immune from problems and calamities. But he will be with you. He will be with you. He goes with us. He never leaves us. We are not alone. But does not mean that we are not going to face difficulties and trials, tribulations. The children of Israel were going. They were delivered. They were rejoicing. They were so happy. And they were going boldly. We are free. We are free. We are free. But they went to a certain place where there was a red sea in front of them. Both sides, they were in the middle of the wilderness. As they were contemplating, as they were thinking, as they were thinking, how do we cross this red sea? How do we do? How did we come into the midst of this terrible barrier? Where do we go? The Bible tells us that the children of Israel look back. When the Lord delivers you, when God is leading you, look unto the Lord. For the Bible says, look unto Jesus Christ, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Look unto him. When you look back, you will see things that will discourage you. You will see things that will hold you back. You will see things that will make you afraid. The Bible tells us that the children of Israel look back. And behold, the Egyptians, Pharaoh and his army were advancing toward them. Are you looking back? Are we looking back because God has delivered us? Why can't we look unto the Lord? Why can't we look up to Jesus? Why can't we look unto the Lord who delivers us? Don't look back. Well, so everything that is happening, God has already delivered you. Look unto Jesus Christ who is leading you. Let us look unto Jesus Christ who is leading us. The children of Israel look back. They look back. What did they see? They saw their enemies coming. They saw their enemies coming. So what they did? They cried to the Lord. They cried to the Lord. But they did not stop. They did not focus their cried and constantly standing and looking unto the Lord. They turned back to they turned to Moses. They started complaining. Our complaint will never help us. When you are faced with difficulties, you want to blame somebody. When you are faced with trials and tribulations, you want to face to, to blame somebody. You have made me to be this place. You have called me. They were facing Moses. Moses, have you brought us to this wilderness because there are no graves in Egypt? 
Didn't we tell you when we were still in Egypt, when we were serving the Lord, when we were serving the Egyptians? Didn't we tell you, leave us alone? It is better for us to serve the Egyptians, to be slaves in the hands of the Egyptians, than to die with our children in the wilderness. When you are faced with difficulties, can't you remember that the Lord who delivers you is still the same God that will deliver you? Even in the midst of your trouble, in the midst of your calamity, in the midst of your problems, it is the same God who delivered you will deliver you again. The Lord will continue to deliver you because he's our God that begins with us and he will end with us. This is our God that we serve. They started complaining. Our complaint will never deliver us. Our complaint will never deliver us. Moses did not want to engage in complaining or engage in conversation with the children of Israel. They were in trouble. So Moses, he saw the Egyptians coming truly. Their complaint was true, was genuine. Their fear was true, was genuine. But Moses, the servant of the Lord, encouraged them with this word. He encouraged them. Brothers and sisters, children of the Lord, your enemy will not want you to progress. Your enemy, when you are progressing, when you are moving forward, your enemies will always try to bring you back. This is what our enemies do. When we are moving forward, the enemies will pursue us and try to bring us back to where we were before. But the Lord Almighty, Jesus Christ our leader, Jesus Christ our savior will fight the battle for us. Your enemy has been trying to pull you back. Anything you do, any progress you make, your enemy will be jealous. Your enemy will find every way in order to bring you back. But do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Stand still. Stand firm in the faith, in your faith in Jesus Christ. The Lord Almighty will fight your battle. Do not be afraid. And that is what Moses says to the people of Israel who, who were afraid. Moses says to them, Stand still. Stand firm. Be still in your faith, in your trust in the Lord. Do not be afraid. Stand still. And you will see the deliverance of the Lord Jehovah that we fight, we give you today. I want you to look, take a look again at the Egyptians. The Egyptians you are seeing coming towards you. The Egyptians you are seeing pursuing you. You shall never see them again. Hallelujah. Your enemies that are pursuing you. Your enemies that are looking after your downfall. The Lord Almighty is declaring to you today that you will never see your enemies again. If you allow the Lord to fight for you, you will never see them again. 
Every person that is standing against your progress that the Lord has given to you, your progress that the Lord has given to you, that person, if you stand still and allow God to fight for you, you will never see that enemy again. In the name of Jesus Christ. Continue to trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Continue to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Do not be afraid. Don't look at him. Don't look at your enemy. But look unto Jesus Christ. Look unto the Lord. Trust your Lord Jesus Christ. Do not believe and do not be afraid because of the giant of your enemy. Because of the aggressiveness of your enemies. The Lord God Almighty will fight for you. If you, if you stop fighting, trying to fight for yourself, the Lord God Almighty will fight for you. Because your fight will be a failure, will be a defeat. But if God fights for you, he will defeat your enemies in the power of his, his, of his blood. Trust in the Lord. Moses said, stand still. And you will see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you today. For the Egyptians whom you are seeing, you shall never see again. Hallelujah. This is our God. Do you trust in the Lord? Do you stand still in the Lord? Do you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ? Even in the midst of your trouble and your tribulations, your trials, do you believe in the Lord? Jesus Christ will fight for you. The Lord Jesus Christ will fight for us if we trust in him, if we believe in him, if we stand still in his faith, in the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ, by believing in him, he will fight for you, for, for us. He will never disappoint us. He will never fail us. He is our God. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Don't try to fight your battle yourself. The battle is the Lord's. The battle is the Lord's. Do you trust him? You can't fight for yourself. And you cannot fight for God. God Almighty will fight for himself. There is no one that is stronger than God. Look at how the Bible records it. That Pharaoh was coming with his chariots. Was coming with his army. These are Egyptians that just del delivered out of slavery. Out of slavery. They were marching without any weapons. They could not defend themselves. They were not having any weapons with them. But God is their weapons. The Lord is your weapon. The Lord is the fighter. He fights and nobody defeats him. Trust in him. Stand still. Look unto the Lord. The children of Israel. If you read forward, you will hear, you will see how God delivered the children of Israel. How the Lord dried the Red Sea that was before them, that was a problem to them. God will dry your hindrances. The Lord will make a way where there is no way. God will make a breakthrough. The Lord will bring a breakthrough in your life. This year is the day of your breakthrough. If you stand still, if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, if you continue to trust in him, this is your year of breakthrough. This is your year of restoration. 
God will make a way for you. Do you believe in this God? He is my God. You see your God. You believe in him. Trust in him. And he will work miracle for you. Jesus Christ, who delivers us, and he promises that, behold, I am with you till the end of the age. Jesus Christ is with you. He is with us. He will never leave us. Psalm 121, verses 1 to 8. Our reading is taken from Psalm number 121, verses 1 to 8. If we have seen it, may we come to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, God Almighty, Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Redeemer, the Prince of Peace and the Lord of Lords, here we come before the throne of grace. We thank you because, Lord, you've allowed us to come before thee. Father, receive us just as we have come before thee. As we read your word, Father, may you open our hearts towards your word. Have mercy upon us, even as I stand before you, true reign of God. Be with me, fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. So I read on our behalf. Our reading is taken from the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible. I lift up my eyes to the hills, from where will my help come? My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. He who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shed at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your, your going and your coming in. From this time on and forevermore. This is the word of the Lord. And may the Lord be with us in Jesus' name. This morning time we are so grateful to the Lord because we are the precious children of the Lord Jesus Christ. We want to thank him so much for allowing us our we his children whom he has redeemed to come before his presence and to worship him. Even at this time as he allows us to listen to his word we cannot thank him enough. We truly thank him for protecting our lives and for the blessings we receive from him every day and day and every time. We cannot even count the blessings we receive from the Lord Jesus Christ. Even if we begin to count them, we will be surprised how God blesses us. So we, we are very grateful to Jesus Christ, our King of Kings, and our Lord of Lord of Lords, what a great privilege to be a child of the Lord. Therefore, beloved in the Lord Jesus Christ, I continue to encourage us for our prayer and fasting, which we do every Friday at 6 a.m. to 12 noon. 
wherever you are in this world, please, we encourage you to join us, cry to the Lord, just like the children of Israel, when they were faced with calamity, when they, they were faced with pestilence, they cried to the Lord. Therefore, I encourage you to cry to the Lord. Join us this coming Friday, every Friday, and cry to Jesus Christ from 6 a.m. to 12 noon. Our topic this week is give it to Jesus. Give it to Jesus. Give it to Jesus. If there is problem, present your problem to the Lord Jesus Christ. Present your problem to Jesus Christ. And our reading, meditation, will be taken from Colossians chapter 3, verse 17. Colossians chapter 3, verse 17. Please join us. Invite others to join us. May the Lord Almighty be with us and encourage us. I know it is very tight. It is not easy. But let us do it because it is well rewarded. We have to commit all the problems that we are facing in this world to the Lord. May the Lord be with us and help us in Jesus' name. Let us come to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, God Almighty, we thank you for your word that has been read to us. Be with us even as we listen to the meditation, mean the explanation of it. Give us the understanding to meditate upon your word. Have mercy upon us. Hide everything that belongs to me aside, O oh God, and fill me with your Holy Spirit. Father, have mercy upon us. Be with us and bless us. Forgive us, O Lord, our sins. This we pray because we believe through Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Redeemer, the Prince of Peace and the Lord of Lords. In Jesus' name, and amen. Scholars have not been able to identify who really composed Psalm 121. Psalm 121. Scholars have tried, but no one has come with a name to a particular composer. But the psalm is suggested to have been sung by the pilgrims on their way to Jerusalem. It's a psalm that has been sung by the pilgrims, those who used to go to Jerusalem. They were not flying. They were not in the cars. A lot of them walk on the foot, going to Jerusalem. They go to Jerusalem to worship the Lord. So they, by, this, by the pilgrims on their way to Jerusalem, they sunk this song, psalm, for their protections against their enemies on the way. It was, it has been a long journey for them 
to go to and from Jerusalem. They drew their confidence and dependence on Jehovah, the maker of heaven and earth. Where are you? Where are your confidence and dependence? Are they on yourself? Are they on human beings who claim that they own the world? The world belongs to them. Or are your confidence and your dependence are on the Lord, the maker of the universe? The science begins by identifying the possibility of his needs for help. He then looks up to heaven, to the hills, and say, where does my help come from? <coughs> Where does my help come from? He looks up to the hills. Because going to Jerusalem, you see hills upon hills. So the summons, the pilgrim, look up to the hills. He says, Where does my help come from? He quickly understands that my help comes from the Lord. My help comes from the Lord. The maker of heaven and earth. My help comes from the Lord. Do you know where your help comes from? Do we know where our help is coming from? Sometimes we are tempted to know, to deceive ourselves that our help is coming from ourselves. Or our help is coming from somebody. Our help is coming from our effort. Our help is coming from the work that we do. Where does your help come from? You must know where your help is coming from. I must know where my help is coming from. Where does our help come from? Where does your help come from? We forget to acknowledge that our help is coming from the Lord Jesus, the creator of the heaven and earth. We look to ourselves we look to human beings. We look to people that are surrounding us. But we don't look to God. Almighty, where our help? Who is the source of our help? Who is our helper? Yes, the psalmist is challenging us today. But the psalmist looks up to God. We must look up to God. We must look up to Jesus Christ. Because that is the only place that our help is coming from. If your help is coming from human beings, your help will fail. It will stop. If your help is coming from you, there will be a time that you will not even wake up to do anything. But your help, if your help is coming from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, your help will never cease. The help will never stop. Our help is coming from the Lord. <coughs> Jesus. 
Here the summons begins to enumerate the benefits that come from God. The person who looks up to him for help. God does not let that, let the foot of a person who, who trusts in him slip. That is verses, verse 3. Verse 3b. He says, when I look up to heaven, why does my help come? Anybody that looks up to heaven, to the Lord Almighty, to know that my help is help, I help is coming from the Lord who made heaven and earth, that person is food or our food will never be slept. And that is what the psalmist says. The person who trusts in the Lord is watched by the Lord days and nights. Every day the Lord watches him. Every day the Lord watches him. Every day the Lord watches her because he trusts in the Lord. Her help is only coming from the Lord. And God is watching over her. God is watching over him. The Lord Almighty watches over all those who trust and believe in him. Day and night, he watches over them. And the psalmist says, the Lord watches over them without stopping. And for the Lord who watches over them, never slumbers, no sleeps. He never goes to sleep. He never slumbers. This is the Lord who watches over us. If the Lord Almighty, who does not slumber, who does not sleep, is the one that is watching over you, you are okay. Because he watches over you day and night. In verse 3b, he watches over his children all the times. Verses 3b to 5a. What amazing God that we serve in Jesus Christ who watches over us. Even if you go to bed, if you go to bed, the Lord is watching over you. If you are at work, God is watching over you. Wherever you are, the Lord is watching over you. What an amazing God in Jesus Christ we serve. What amazing God in Christ we serve. The Lord is a shed to his people for protection, both from the sun in the day and, both, and from the moon in the night. That is what the, psalm, the psalmist is telling us. He watches over us in the night. He watches over us in the daytime. He never stops watching over his children. He watches over our lives. In fact, we do not know what is happening with against that is fighting against our lives. It is only God Almighty who watches over us. Sometimes we say we are going to look for protection. Ah, if not, if God, something will happen to me. It is the Lord who watches over us. It is the Lord who watches over you. If God does not watch over you. If God is not watching over you, you are finished. Who watches over you? 
And when you are faced with difficulties, whom do you turn to? Whom do you look to? When you are faced with difficulties, whom do you watch? Whom do you look to? Do you look up to heaven or you look up to, to human beings? Do you look on your ability that I am able? There is nothing one can do to me because I am able to provide for myself. It is only God Almighty that can provide for us. Our help, it comes from the Lord. The, the, the maker of heaven and earth. Whom do you look to when you are faced with challenges of life? Whom do you look to? Whom do I look to? Do I look to myself? Do I look to my husband? Do I look to my wife? Do I look to my children? Do I look up to the government? Or I look on up to Jesus? Whom do you look to? Do you look to yourself? Know that there is a failure. There is a failure when you look to yourself for help. Do you look to human beings? Know that there is disappointment and failure when you look to human beings. Do you look to God in Christ Jesus who made the heaven and the earth? Be sure, be assured that there is deliverance, there is salvation, there is help, everlasting help that comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. For the Lord Almighty never sleeps. He never gets tired. He looks over his people day and night, 24-7. There is no any single minute, there is no any single uh, uh, seconds that God does not look and watch over his people. Here we come before the Lord. We are in his hands. He protects us. He guides us. He covers us. He is our God. Look unto the Lord. Come before him. Look unto him. When you are in difficulty, you are in the good hands of the Lord. He will never fail you. He will never disappoint us. He will never abandon us. He will never leave us. For he is watching over us. He guides us. That is what the psalmist says. The psalmist says, He never fails us, even when we are faced with difficulties and challenges and disappointments. Even sometimes when we look at things, oh, we have prayed for this for a long time. What is it that it has not happened? It does not mean that God is not watching over you. It does not mean that God is not watching over us. He watches over us every day, every time. Even if we are faced with difficulties and disappointment, if things are falling apart from us, God is still watching over us. Trust in him and look unto him. Don't let anyone mislead you from looking up unto him. Always, wherever you are, whether it is time in, of enjoyment, whether you are enjoying, whether you are suffering, look, continue to look unto the Lord Jesus Christ. He will never, never, never leave us. This is our God. That is what the psalmist says. Look unto the Lord. 
I look up to the hills. Where does my help come from? Where is your help coming from? Where does our help come from? Our church, the church. Where is the help of the church coming from? God Almighty is the one that provides. That is why we have been in this church. <coughs> this is the second year away. But he has been providing. He has been providing. He has never failed us. He proves to us that I will be with you. I will be with you forever. So what God needs from us is to trust in him. Believe him. Hold on to him. Never sh be shaken. God will never leave us. God will never abandon us. The question remains. Where do you look onto? Whom do you look onto? When you are faced with difficulties, when you are faced with challenges of life, whom do you look onto? Have you looked to the Lord? Look up to the Lord. And you have you've been disappointed? No. Continue to look onto the Lord. You will never be disappointed. Look up to Him. Trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. And obey his commands. There is no any other way that can meet your needs except in Jesus Christ. Look unto the Lord. You may look to somebody. In fact, you will not get any help from him. Somebody will deceive you, mislead you, turn your eyes from looking unto the Lord. Don't agree with that person because it is only in Christ Jesus. When we look unto him, we will have our peace. We will have everything that we need. Even though it may tempt you to think that it is taking too much time, look unto the Lord. Obey Him. Trust and obey. Let us sing this. Trust and obey. 345, 49. 349. 300.